All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Chesko. Dave, that was that was a good intro. Was a, it? A little understated, which sometimes we need. I'm completely unprepared. Rattled a little bit from, uh, unfortunately, the real work world. Yeah. And uh, feel completely uh, naked and unprepared. Well, the coronavirus is coming closer and closer to us. Literally in the last week, since we last recorded, it's come closer. Not that we're in need of worrying about that, but we are all staying as home as much as possible. Working mm-hmm. from home as much as possible. Look, th- th- this whole thing is serious, and I've been one to sort of downplay it a little bit. But I think eventually everyone's going to get it at some level. We just want to get it at a slower rate. Right. Right. So that, you know... Us, the three of us, are young enough and in good enough health. I don't think there'd be any issues. But obviously, there's massive issues with people with health problems. It's that, true. It's undeniable. Yeah. So, but look, this is it's it's wild. It's wild that the whole world's dealing with this. Yeah. It's not just us. It's just not England. It's just not Europe, right? I mean, this is the world, and it's it's you know this is anyone listening to this will not be surprised. This yeah. will not be the first time they've heard about this. <laughs> I sure hope not. Sure hope <laughs> if not. If it is, <laughs> if good it... Lord. <laughs> find a radio. <laughs> find the nearest television set in your Tune it to an AM village. station somewhere. Oh, no, that's so true. But, but honestly, look. Uh, our job here is to maybe for 15 minutes a week. Well, these days, yes. Yes, because there's so much to talk about. <laughs> right. Take your mind off. Whatever else is going on for at least 15 minutes. That's right. So th- this will be the last that we discuss this probably. That's not true because it's it's now in everything. It's changing it is in schedules. Um, it's, it's you know, putting people out of work. But, hey, let's uh, let's try to, you know, bring bring a little levity. Is it levity? Is that the right yes, word? Yes, you're exactly right, Dave. Bring yeah. some well levity. Done. Look Great at job. me. Look at me being the wordsmith. My wife reminded hey. me. Is there is there some virus in your brain? You got a word exactly right. I the, might I in, might be in fact. in the right context. <laughs> not that that's anything to joke about. No, oh. no, no, no. Not My at wife all. reminded me though that uh, two of our favorite phrases, which I believe have their origins in Louis Van Gaal. Oh my goodness! Yeah, make so much sense in the year twenty twenty. In what for world we live? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And what is this world twisted? Oh yeah, this, both. Those are the slogans for did, 2020. How did we not realize that Louis Van Gaal was was like the equivalent of Nostradamus. It's true, and my wife was the one who had to uh, remind us of that. So I give her full credit on that. No, this will be a short show, but it's gonna be it's gonna be more like a summer episode because that's really 
what this is. We're in this break without matches, and so we're just finding uh, things that we can do to entertain you and, and keep the momentum going of this podcast. Plus, we like to get together and talk about soccer, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk about what we've done with our lineups and what we plan to do in the upcoming week because, as we discussed last week, and there were some people who were, who were educated. We still educated some people last week. I was educated. You sure were. We are still able to make transfers, and so we're going to yeah. talk about that uh, at the end of our show. Uh, one thing that we like to do in the summer is we like to take, especially the promoted clubs, if you know, especially if they're new or if they've not been in part of the Premier League for a few years, we like to do an incomplete, unofficial club history, which includes a dirty limerick every time. Uh, we like to do that during well, the summer. Well, they're not all dirty, are they? I mean, that, that sounds, you know, a little sleazy. Yeah, you make it sound like this is some kind of perverts podcast, and it's not. Yeah, this is not the fantasy perverts podcast, Scott. That's not what the P stands for? No. All right. I don't know what happened there. What I, I did not expect this kind about? of response. Yeah, don't stop trying to paint us into your perverted corner. All right. <laughs> Let me restart then. <laughs> I've prepared an uncom an incomplete, incomplete, unofficial club history. I like Dave, un I like incomplete then. Dave, I picked your club this week. Yeah. Hey, why not? They Arsenal are they FC. are in the relegation fight. <laughs> why not pick them? Ridiculous. Well done, thank you, Scott. I might get educated here. We could even discuss in future pods, Scott, how I became an Arsenal fan. That's true. That's true. We've got a long month of April ahead. Uh, but today we're going to focus instead on another little quiz game that I have for you. T today, this time, you guys get to work together. Okay. A quiz! Here's what I want you guys to do. Come on down and join us for a quiz! And hopefully you haven't studied this already in anticipation of this. But I want you to tell me who the points per pound team for this season is so far. You two will work together to come up with the points per pound team so far for the season. Okay. If you can get nine out of the 11 correct, I will consider you a winner. Wow. Okay. Are you ready? Wow. Yes. Geez. Here's the formation. It's that ever popular 5-2-3 formation. Wow. Jeez. Talk it out. Here we go. Well, you, we, you know one for sure. So you might as well say his name. John, it's Lundstrom. Right. Lord Lundstrom. That's a easy, that's a gimme in the in the five. Okay, I'm going to stick in the Sheffield realm. I think Baldock is there. Okay. I wonder how many of them are there. Well, it might be all five. Remember, all right, so who else Who else would be 4.5 or what? They're, the most expensive ones are 5.1. Right. Yeah, and the Stevens is five is over five. But th those guys are all still in like the top fifteen. But O'Connell, Basham, they're they're in the top fifteen in points. Baldock. Uh, yeah, you're yes. Okay, so other than Sheffield cheap defenders, what other cheap defender would be close to the top twenty? That's a really good question. Gomez maybe at a five. Two-ish. No, did he do enough? I don't know if he did enough. I don't know if he has enough points to be there. You might be it right. took him a while. Who do you think the goalkeeper is? Is it McCarthy? Because yeah. he's at a four-five, and and, yeah. and he was Henderson is now up higher. Yeah, I would still lean Henderson because Henderson's still cheaper than Pope, right? I don't think so. I think he's now over Pope. 
Have we already it, taken too much time on this guy? Uh, uh, no, no, this is fun to listen to. It might be Pope. I know Pope is overall more, but it's not much more. And I think his cost is more than... I think Pope is four. No, nine. I think he's five. Has he even hit five? Yeah. I think he's five, like five, five, one. I'm going to help you guys out. Look it up real quick. Pope is currently four, nine. In my face. Yeah. Henderson's the reason why great. I say that is because I think if I were to sell Henderson right now, I could sell him for four nine, and I was I my, so my memory saying, was that okay. it was the same right, price as Pope. So let's let's go Pope. I just want to say that so I'm, it's not sound like I'm sitting if here. If Pope's four nine, then I would want to go with four nine. I would want to go with Pope. I agree with you. Okay. So so we know Pope and Lundstrom. We're doing great. <laughs> I think Pope Lundstrom, Baldock, and Stevens. I mean, maybe we just go with all the Sheffield five defenders. Jack O'Connell. Basham. Chris Basham. Right. That's five. Stevens, Lundstrom, Baldock, Basham, and O'Connell. Dan Egan. No, not Dan. That's from Veep. <laughs> Veep, Veep was a good show. Yeah. We all right. Watch Veep. Man. John. This is, it's Johnny. Is it anyone else? Uh, that's the question. We have to go with. Is, is there it, anyone other than a chef? I'm trying to think of my own team, there. like Saiz. Saiz is is like. Um, I don't know if he has enough points overall to do it. I think all of those guys have done. Saiz is like at a four five. He's yeah, or he may have gotten to four six. But yeah, you're right. He's not much more than that. I think he's probably top twenty. That's who you I think? think. Yeah. I think so. I wouldn't bet my life on it. Um, the midfielders. Are we, uh, are we are we agreeing on a defense? I I, I said we I, go with Pope. I like I like right, we'll that start, choice. Let's we'll start a goalkeeper. Pope, are we right with Pope? You want us to name the whole team who we think it is? And Pope, then you Pope is correct. Okay, good. There okay. we go. Okay, we're off to. A good I'll start. even let you know. Lundstrom, Baldock, Stevens are correct. Okay, good. Four down, seven to go. Yeah, the question is whether or not it's the other Sheffield guys, and I'm. And now that Scott said it that way, it makes you think it's not correct. The the midfielders are going to be. Uh, Can't, would Cantwell be there? I wonder. I'm Probably. wondering about Grealish. No, Grealish would definitely be there. He's he's number one, guaranteed, almost guaranteed. I would say Grealish. I don't know if Cantwell got enough. I don't know if he has enough points. Traore. I think I think Traore. I think Traore and Grealish are there. It could be James Madison. Because Madison's score is really high, or Richarlison, because their scores are their scores are high. Is fourth overall, and he's an eight. But he's, he's at eight points. Eight two. I think you're right. I would say Traore, Grealish for sure. Richarlison probably. But it's two. It's a five two three. It's a There's five, only two, two midfielders. There's only two. Uh huh. Oh, then Grealish. Then Grealish is one. For me, I think I think that's a no-brainer. I wonder if it's Madison. I think it's because Madison's cheaper and his and he's still in the top ten of midfielders. What's what's Traore's price? Six seven. He's less than six. Traore, five, eight, currently five, he's nine. five seven. Oh yeah, he dropped. Yeah. It's Grealish and Traore. It's got to be. No one else is that low scoring that high. Traore's probably in the top fifteen midfielders. Seven. We can split that difference. We can agree on Grealish together, and okay. you can 
you can force me to take Traore. Traore. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you on that. I can see All right, it. Scott. We still got to come back to our two defenders, but that's our midfield. Uh, those are the two, then, that you can have incorrect. Both? Both. Traore's fourth, Grealish is fifth among midfielders. Wow. Madison's 21st. Uh, On points per pound? Todd, yes. Todd Cantwell is first. So we were close. Well. Cantwell uh, is yeah. first. Cantwell's first wow. by a lot. Then then it gets really close. John Fleck is second. I never would have gotten it. Never, Fleck, never even would have guessed Fleck, it. Fleck was off the radar. Yep. All right, so you got to I should have been a little more forward. Forwards, you, for, you, you shot me down so quick with Well, Cantwell. I just thought that Cantwell... I just I'm, thought I'm that... I'm deflecting no, blame. see that. I'm just chickening that right on you. <laughs> I just thought that Cantwell's overall points yeah. were not high. I feel like his drop-off was so so steep. Yeah. Ings is easily one of the three forwards. Ings, Jimenez. Has to be Jimenez, too. And and maybe Tammy. And D, D, what about DCL? Oh, maybe it is him. Yeah. DCL. DCL Ings. And Jimenez. Jimenez. I think I'm in, I'm in agreement with those. Let's think about this real quick. Could, could it be anyone else? It The only, I mean, Tammy's score was high. Uh, Yang, absolutely not. No. No. Um, no way it's, uh, no way it is. Rashford. No. It Could it be Vardy? No. His score is ridiculously high, though. Okay. Remember, this is for the season. What's he trying to give us a hint for? It could be Vardy. Vardy's points are really high, and his and his price was really low. I like the DCL choice. I feel best only, only about cause... Ings and Jimenez. Okay, do it. What? Do, what? Do you, I know, but I was I pulled the trigger last time and was wrong. Then I then I will still go with. Uh, I will still go with um, Jamie Vardy. All right, so Vardy, Jimenez, and Ings. Are we cutting out DCL? Who would you want to cut out? You want DCL in there. You you want to cut out Jimenez. It's a coin toss for me on those two. Jimenez and DCL? DCL and and Vardy. Let's go Vardy. Vardy, Jimenez, and Ings. Final answer. You got one right. Oh my gosh! Son of a bitch. Danny yeah. Ings is second overall among forwards. Uh, DCL's ninth. Vardy's eighth. Jimenez is fourth. Okay. Uh, you missed Jordan Ayew and and, and Tamu Puki. Puki, yeah. Freaking Ayew. We should. I should have known Ayew. He was my ride or die cheap guy all year. Yeah, I thought about giving you a London hint, but I chose not to. Uh, there are a couple of Liverpool defenders as well. TAA and Virgil are in the all-value team for the wow. season. Wow, I wouldn't have got that. No, I don't. I would have. Because yeah, I would have been trying so to. Think, yeah, I would have been thinking that it was yep. lower. That's, That's exactly right. Isn't that amazing? Wow. So the final points per pound, or as of right this moment, points per million, team of the season. Yep. Nick Pope, three Sheffield defenders, mm-hmm. TAA and Virgil, Virgil, Cantwell and Fleck, John Fleck. Ings, Ayu, and Pookie. Wow. That's exactly right. Wow, 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 wow. All right, Dave, are you ready? Do you want to talk about news? What, sure, yeah, Brian. I mean, what kind of news? Well, just to, no, I mean, just as since we're kind of talking about players, before we 
before we go any further, I mean, if, if football.london is reporting what they're reporting, it, it is of significance to what we would do the rest of the season. Should we talk about that, or do you want to save it for the end? No, that's fine. Go ahead. Well, just that now... What we, are they reporting, Brian? It, just that they are reporting that, according to certain clubs, London clubs, that the plan is to finish the season behind closed doors. This is word for word from the article. Behind closed doors over a period of four to six weeks starting in July. Which would run it pretty much right into the new season then. Yes. That they, makes the most sense. Yes. They are they are would factor that in. They would take considerations for, for teams to be able to handle that. Allowances would be made, as it says, for You'd have to because you've got with, contract yes. issues, you've got kit issues, you've you which know, they all that stuff. which they describe as you know, the one of the the possibilities is to do uh, is to cancel the League Cup and EFL Trophy next season. Yeah, cancel Cup replays. Uh, I think. Well, I mean, whatever is left of like other contests is what it seems. Sure. Like. I mean, on one hand, that makes sense because you would essentially be extending next season. You'd you'd be making next season longer, so that makes sense on one hand, especially if you're going to combine was it eight or nine matches into four weeks. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. But on the other hand, all these players are getting a nice. I mean, it's they're you know probably under some stay-at-home orders, but at the same time, they're still getting a break, right? A physical break. So, I mean, uh, when's the last time some of these players have had a break this long already? And it's about to go a month longer. If that happens, so they so the the, the conclusion is you know uh, with with other obvious issues in there, player transfers and. contracts that are already approved or ones that are expiring. They named Chelsea players specifically for that. We know Pedro and William. Pedro was one of the big ones that came out even a week or so ago and talked about how he wasn't renewing, whatever. But that we'll know by, we should know or have some kind of an answer, at least a little bit more information on Friday, this coming Friday, the next time the clubs will Clubs will know. So assuming we're not under a stay-at-home order by next weekend, which, again, this is a week-by-week, day-by-day kind of thing. It's so true. uh, We'll be able maybe to talk about Because there's also a big Premier League meeting coming up, like you said, this Friday, April 3rd. A lot might be decided then, so more will be known for sure. And like I said, as long as we can keep getting together, we're going to keep getting together and do something. We're going to get together and do something. That's exactly right. And the something we're going to do right now, Dave, is we're going to give an incomplete, unofficial history of arsenal yes a summer I, segment brought into the spring thanks to the coronavirus i love it i chose arsenal because well, i thought it'd be fun just to they're in the relegation fight well, it'd just be fun <laughs> to talk about your club a little bit see how much you knew and how okay. much you don't know i know i i know a little now here's I don't, the thing i don't know much i know a little here's the thing that new listeners need to understand this this segment is all about this club history being incomplete and unofficial. I handpicked certain facts, okay? So there's just nothing. So don't come at me. Don't him. come at me. Don't come at me. I just picked fun facts about the club. But, I, you know, it's always, we learn a little bit when we do this. We there's learn a little no bit doubt. about these clubs. And it always ends with a limerick. A lim- just a limerick. Right. Just a limerick. Just a limerick. Yeah. All right. Let me start here. By saying that, Dave, your club have 13 league titles yeah. in their history. Oh, they, they have a storied past. You also have the most FA Cups. Uh, yes. Remember, 13? that's the tournament that that people, unless you win it, it means nothing to anyone else. <laughs> if you get knocked out, oh, it means nothing. We well, can just focus on other things. Yet, people always judge you on silverware. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. I, I mean, honestly, I'd be happy 
if Liverpool ever won an FA Cup, why not? Trophy's a trophy. Hold on. Have they never won one? Well, of course they have. Okay. I, not since okay, I've okay, been following okay. them. Gotcha. But sure, they've won them. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I would never, I mean, I would never look away if they were in the midst sure. of winning an FA Cup. No, it means something. Yeah, absolutely it means something. And you've won the most. Arsenal have won the most. Awesome. Now, the club was founded in 1886. Do you know what their original name was, Dave? Um, You'll never guess it if you don't know. The Chimney Sweeps. No, but you're not far off. Uh, Dial Square, and the entire squad was made up of munitions workers from the Woolrit, Woolwich I, Factory. I did know. I, the Dial Square, I, I'm not kidding. I, ha, I do I believe remember you. that at some point. I believe I, you. I did not think about the munitions workers. That's kind of awesome. Your first stadium was Plumstead Common. Did but in, know, did not know that. In 1913, they moved to Highbury, which yeah. I'm sure you know Highbury. Oh, yeah. uh, when they moved to Highbury, they actually created the North London Derby with Spurs. How do you feel about the fact that Spurs were technically there first? Isn't that odd that Everton was in Liverpool first before Liverpool Football Club? I mean... Why are you coming at me now about this? I'm not coming at you. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's you're just there. In, sometimes it's just interesting points being made back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Like this daggers is about shooting out each other's eyes across microphones. <laughs> no, no, no one's coming at each other. Just murder. <laughs> the thought of murder behind each other. <laughs> now, your club's only been relegated once. It's a good thing. 1913. We are great at mediocrity. Interestingly, there's a little bit of conspiracy about when Arsenal got back into the top flight, as okay, it was then. I don't then. know this. I like this. They were not promoted back into the league through their performance after their relegation. Really? They were voted back in over Spurs when the league expanded. Spurs had been relegated. Arsenal were just in second-tier obscurity. But the top flight, when they expanded, voted Arsenal back into the top wow. flight and did not bring Spurs in instead, basing it off of the they've previous been in the top flight ever since? season's results. And my understanding is yes. Wow. They were known as... Sometimes you just need that vote of confidence. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or it's a little, little bit of money. <laughs> a little bit. I'm sure everything was above board in this league exactly. in 1913. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. They were known as the Arsenal for a while. Kind of like the Facebook. Yeah. The the got dropped off over time. The right. Ohio State University. Well, that's never gone away, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, the Arsenal until about 1915 or so. And then they, over time just became Arsenal okay. Football Club. Arsenal had a claim to fame in uh, the World War II era, the, the long break from football during World War II. They had the most players killed. In World War II, that's not a stat that you really want to. No, hang it's not a on. happy one, but it's an interesting fact. Yeah, it's good for this story. It's bad in real life. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> sure, right. Sure. They uh, they started coming back around in the late '80s and early '90s. They had a, a famous back four, and I only bring this up because one of the the top announcers here in the United States, the 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 top announcing crew. There's usually a three man crew for the big matches. Yeah. Uh, Arlo White, of course, the play-by-play announcer, and then Graham Lasso and Lee Dixon are the commentators. And Lee Dixon was one of the famous back four. That's right. Back in the he late was 80s. He a heck of a defender. Apparently, yeah. He downplays it, but apparently he was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You'd never know just by listening to him uh, during <laughs> uh, matches uh, these You're days. projecting your hatred. <laughs> yes. His, yes. Stuff he says. <laughs> yes. Into his... Previous performance. He's a much better player, apparently, than he is broadcaster. Wow, but anyway, okay. All right. who I are the digress. other four other than uh, Mustafi? I don't have them. In- 
<laughs> That's right. That's right. I don't have them in if, front if of me. If I was oh, a no one true, that stood true out fan, I could yeah. Oh yeah. Rattle that off for you. In 1996, Arsene Wenger joined the club, but he's not the most. Probably not even the most famous manager. If you really take the he, whole history no of the club he was into when effect, he, when he came there, Herbert Chapman saw a lot of success early in the club's history. Uh, Chapman brought Arsenal to a lot of the trophies they won early on in their in their history. Uh, he's also known for a couple of uh, inventions. Okay, uh, he introduced the three-two-two-three formation that worked very well for Arsenal. Uh, essentially is a, a precursor of sorts to the 343 that we okay. have today. Okay. He brought that in. Also, uh, apparently, he was the first one to introduce numbers onto the shirts really? that players wore. Wow. Herbert Chapman. Okay. But then, most recently, you know of what, course. You, you know what that came out of, Brian? Pure laziness. What? Oh, to call hey, somebody. Uh, like... uh, Stuart, uh, what's that kid's name? Yeah. Oh, number 10. Get over there. <laughs> He joked himself up with his impression. I hope that was a whiskey drink that went in the wrong like a, pipe. It like a little piece of fuzz got caught in there or something. <clears throat> no, it was. Um, it's the fact that every British impression that Dave has is actually old Appalachia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what that was. All right, so there's Herbert Chapman, but then there's also Arsene Wenger. 1996, he joined the club. Arsenal were first or second in the league in eight out of Wenger's first nine seasons. Obviously, the most That's famous one. Strong. That's strong. really strong. That's a long time, too. Can you imagine? Eight out of nine seasons. Yeah. You don't get that today. No, and then I started watching him, and I jinxed him ever since. Yeah, that's right. But 2003-2004 is the most famous one of those seasons, the Invincibles. That's right. No losses that Something season. Something that Liverpool could only aspire to dream about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Coming, true. coming back at you. Pop the champagne. Yeah, I know. Seriously. In 2006, Arsenal became the first London club to make the Champions League final. No silverware in Europe that I could see, uh, but uh, I think so. But hey, first London club to make the final, yeah. two thousand six. Yeah, uh, I think a London club's won the final since then, though. Dave uh, hasn't Chelsea won that uh, tournament at least twice? Yeah, there you go. But it's okay. You were the first to get there, and Europa. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's true against you guys last yeah. year. That's right. No, twice they've won it twice. Well, Chelsea are just better years. at winning trophies these days. Unfortunately, I'd love to argue that point. I cannot. Wenger was amazing in the beginning. That first decade was amazing. That second decade or so, not so much. Yeah. Well, Dave, that's really all that I put down here about Arsenal. I did write a limerick out of the inspiration I received from my research. Okay. All right. I can't wait to hear this. I'd like to read that for you guys now. Brian, you ready? I can't wait for it either, as long as it's filthy. <laughs> okay. There might be a chance. Here it goes. Okay. It's a shame that for a while now, Arsenal seems stuck. They just can't bring themselves out of the mediocrity muck. Okay. Chapman and Wenger really seem like good dudes who fulfill the club's dream. It still doesn't explain why their fans are annoying as f***. <laughs> this is what happens when you give him the last word. I know. I know. I knew it was coming the second I heard stuck. <laughs> but you didn't know my angle. Coming at you this time. I wonder what I got the what final dagger. And his rhyme with. <laughs> the final dagger was mine. Duck, maybe. All right. Gentlemen. Yes. Hey, he has done it before where he used the the horrible 
vulgarity in the middle rhyme. I did. I have. Second rhyme. He has yes. done. He has thrown it off. You know what's funny, more Brian? More than once before. I thought I about remember. doing that here. I thought about doing that here. Um, I, I appreciate you remembering that yeah. because I thought about bringing that back, but I didn't. I, I chose to go ahead and uh, just just leave the punchline for the sure. punchline. Okay. All right, Dave, what have you done with your lineup since we last met? What do you plan to do in the coming week? All right, I think you posted it on uh, Insta. On Insta. You did? I did. Uh, I, I sent it over to, to Scott. I made two moves. I had two free transfers. I want to do them before Saturday morning. Uh, or else you'd lose one. Or else I would lose one. No, that's, the deadline is not until next Saturday for this for this thing. So. No, the, he's talking about the game week 31. Oh, from before. Yeah. Before, yeah. before. So I brought in – I had Ramsdale and Henderson as my goalkeepers. I wanted to get rid of Ramsdale, uh, and so I brought in McCarthy in Southampton, and I got rid of Ings and brought in DCL. Okay. So I it's also kind of gaining some money along the way because I'm setting up over the next three weeks to kind of make some moves to get my way to getting Mane in my midfield. Okay. Going to take a little bit of work. Yeah. Interesting. I probably got to say bye to Matt Doherty. Well, it's not the worst not thing horrible. to do. I mean, Mane would be better. It Does Liverpool go after it? And I know that we'll have other pods. Where we will discuss this. But yeah. what what I know what everyone else but Liverpool is going to be doing. I don't know what Liverpool is going to be doing. When well, it comes back. down to this. Will they see the end of the season as the end of the season or as essentially – a longer preseason than everybody else gets for next season. That's a really good point. Yeah. It, it depends on the timing of it, but, I mean, like, really, who cares? The trophy's already theirs. They just have to finish the damn thing. Finally, you've said this. We've been <laughs> wanting you to say that line. Brian, how long? How long have we been wanting him to uh, say that line? Oh, man. I mean, only all since October. Yeah. And he's finally said it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I'm excited. I just want to see him be able to lift the like. If they did a 30 minute NBC special where all it is is them lifting the trophy on that little platform with the confetti fireworks shooting up and into no, the air, and no announcer, I don't care if there's announcers, yes, just them, fans, optional, whatever. I just want to see them lift that Premier League trophy. Listen, there's there's a lot of people, me included, that is really enjoying. This getting dragged out. The angst. No one really knows what's going to happen. Liverpool doesn't know if they're actually going to get crowned champions or not. In all seriousness, And what though, could have been the greatest season of all time might end in completely nothing. Honestly, though, I'm okay with like I'm okay with that. No points record pressure and, and stress. Just get the trophy. Thank you, coronavirus. Just get the trophy and let's go to the next season. Let's, let's go for another one next year. Scott Weeby on record saying... Thank you, coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? People are dying. All right. Listen, that's not what I meant. I, I know. We know I apologize. I apologize. Just that's as not... long as it's clear that you are not to use thank you, coronavirus, as the title that's right. of this Do pod. not do no that. Kidding, yeah. Right? I apologize. That is not what I mean. I, I right. mean that strictly in a football cancellation sense, sure. of course. Understood. Uh, but but I should have chosen my words more wisely. No, no. You should have Maybe said exactly I should... that. No, but, you know, that's a good point, Brian. You know. Last week, we had Dave do push-ups and pay up on a bet that was actually more like 24 months old as opposed to 18 months old, Yeah, uh, like we'd said. But we had you do the wrong apology. 
So yeah. now we're we're gonna we have to apologize as a podcast for doing the wrong well, apology. Well, now I feel like maybe I should do the Happy Gilmore apology for what I just said. I'm it's stupid. Not, it's not The Simpsons. No, it no. was Happy Gilmore. It was. It was from. No, that's just one that I love, and so maybe that was me just wanting to hear that again. <laughs> it's true. You heard it twice because be, you recited it. Could for be him. my fault. <laughs> what is it? I'm stupid. You're smart. No, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. The apology I did on air was, "I'm a stupid moron." Yeah. With a big butt. Oh, it and more than face. covers what needed to be <laughs> right? said. It's just that the agreed <laughs> upon apology was, was, the Billy, was supposed was the to be the Gilmore Happy Gilmore apology, apology okay. to yeah. Chubbs in Chubbs' office. Gotcha. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Played by Carl Weathers, yeah. which is wonderful. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's a gift, and it goes how That's you're the, you're good looking. You're and good. I'm, I'm not very attractive. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like four parts to it. Okay, yeah. I'm stupid. You're why smart. do you want to you want to do more pushups? Is that you're here to show off? <laughs> Look, I'll do I'll do the official. We'll do it again next week. We'll we'll film it next week, and I'll I'll redo because that was the original bet. That's true. So we'll get you know a two what? for that's one. That's really good of you because that's I'll that, do it again, and, and that I'll co- say the and right that, words, and that helps cover the eighteen month gap. Between sure. losing oh, the bet, yes. and then, yeah, I yeah. like that idea. All right, All right. We'll next get, week. We'll get a twofer. We'll film it again. Not I love that, that anyone really cares about that. And I will uh, I will say we'll have the proper terminology. Brian, you'll read it to me. You you will transpose <laughs> it to me, as I and I will say Okay, yeah. Because there's no way I could actually <laughs> memorize it. Brian's, Brian's so yeah. happy about that. I like it. I'll do it. <laughs> hey, All listen, right. there are maybe a hundred people. Who are going to listen to next week's pod now, no matter what. Maybe. Because just, just because they want to hear me say yes, that again. Yes. Right, yes. Yes. So great, great teaser there. All right. Uh, Brian, what did you do with your lineup? Or what do you plan Nothing. to do this coming? I week? didn't do anything. So I still have my two you free just transfers. Lost transfer? No. The listen. What good was that? The week thirty two. Oh, I you... had two free transfers and game week thirty two transfer deadline is in five days. So it's okay. I am not doing anything right away. I'm still in the same spot that I was before. The one thing I know I will not be doing is taking a minus four. Do you have a plan? <laughs> yeah, don't. No, I have no plan. Okay. No, I just, I, I, look, my, I still feel basically the same way I did. The question is, for me, uh, do I want to move? Do you, do either of you own Jack Grealish? No. No. Okay. So that's, that's my first issue. I, I don't. You, you got to get rid of Grealish. I'm pretty sure I do. Okay. You both, you have Salah? I don't. You have Salah. I do. You have Salah and Mane. No, I don't. I have Salah and Mane. And so that is one of my issues right there is do I want to have both of those guys? Uh, I also have Anthony Martial. So that's another question question mark for me. In Interesting. I will, he's not, it's not an essential person to get rid of. But either way, there's a lot of money tied up in four of I mean my midfield is expensive. So Grealish is my cheapest midfielder. Right. So you have De Bruyne, Salah, KDB. Yeah. I mean, no, that duh, that's two people. Yeah. You have De Bruyne and KDB and are the same person. They are. <laughs> Along with Salah and Mane. Yes. Those and, are different. And Grealish people. and who else? Anthony Martial. Okay. Who are different. Yes. Also different. They are different. Yeah. So that so that is my issue is the question of which which of those Grealish is the obvious choice. The question is is there a reason to move one of those other guys really free up the money, like I said before, 
Mason Greenwood and Brandon Williams. As much as Brandon Williams, if Brandon Williams, if you knew he was going to play, if I knew he was going to be there, he is an essential player to have on your team. But you don't know that, like he, especially he, now, right? Him getting six off the bench, or, or you know, just occasionally coming in and getting a start. No, I mean, no one would have used him against Manchester City to get the six that he just had. So. I think, you know, that's just, those are the guys that I absolutely need to move on at some point. So, All right. I'm still in the same boat that I was a week ago. It's really helpful analysis. Yeah, excellent. FBL purposes. Thank you for happy to contribute. Not wasting our time. <laughs> uh, I did the Burnley double. I went to Pope and Taylor okay. in place of Allison, and I don't even remember. Oh, uh, Dunk, Lewis Dunk. So I made a lot of money on those two transfers. Yeah. I now have exactly what I need so that the next free transfer can be Mares back up to KDB. Okay. And then uh, at that point, the only player in my lineup that I really want to get rid of is, I don't know. I mean, Danny Ings would be the next one that I'd be looking to get rid of. But at the same time, after a break like this, could Danny Ings just pick right up where he was the first time he got hot? Maybe. Yeah. yeah no, this this whole thing you have to treat like, it's the start of a new season. Yeah, yeah, and not only that. I mean, I, I the the number of questions about how players will be managed. Uh, I think the other. I mean, the contract issue. Who has you know? Who is the potential of transfers out? The potential of player movement at that point. You know that I feel like that changes a lot about how you know how a club might manage somebody. Uh, depending on what you know, where where they stand, there's I mean there's a lot of shakeout here that if they really do move to matches behind closed doors in July and we get that announcement, I mean that changes a lot a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean I I, I really don't know what what there is to do uh, with especially with someone like looking at someone's performance up to this point now and trying to. Yeah, work no. form into projecting what they'll do in a few weeks, even at yeah. the earliest, if they were right. to restart. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not it's, kidding, Brian. Just a few minutes ago, I started to sort players by form, and then I realized, what am I thinking? <laughs> right. Yeah. What, what is that? Like, yeah. Of course, it's that's the stupidest way to look at the yeah. teams right now. Well, at this point, we're in full on summer mode. That that brings us to the end of this this episode. Uh, not a whole lot more for us to talk about this week. We want to make it fun and interesting, but that means it might be a little bit shorter some weeks as we as we go through uh, this this break, this coronavirus impro- imposed break. Uh, but next week, we already know we're going to get Dave Dave's bet part two. Okay. And anything else that we put together, I've got some ideas. I know that we're working on some creative ideas to to help us get through this break. So we hope that you'll continue to listen to us. Keep us in your pod feed. No doubt. Keep checking your you know on Spotify where you can see our latest episodes, whatever it is that you listen to our podcast on. We hope that you will uh, continue to find us there. We will continue to put together content as much as we can. And if we can't, we will, we will put something on all of the social media uh, outlets that we have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, probably even on our Patreon page. We will put something together that lets you know if we cannot record. Uh, But as long as we can, we're going to keep doing something. Uh, until we start getting more matches again. Hopefully that'll be sooner rather than later. Love it. For the Fancy Soccer FC Podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.